Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Hey, welcome back to Two True to Lie with Harry Day. Um, I fish with a friend, sometimes friends, over in Washington County on the Mississippi River at Lake Washington, a very old, uh, I guess considered Oxbow Lake, but the lake is considered 700 years removed from the Mississippi River. The fishing hadn't been very good, but one of the towns that I drive through from where I live to go there is Rolling Fork. Now, Rolling Fork was hit, I'm not sure if it was March 25th or 24th. It was on a weekend at night, right after dark. I know that. And as the news came out, it was real bad. It was real bad in Rolling Fork. It was real bad in Silver City. It was kind of bad in Chula. Those are all Delta towns. Then it went through a town in the Los Bluff Hills above the Delta called Blackhawk. And then it picked up and dropped and picked up kind of across central to North Mississippi and then dropped down into Amory and hit Amory hard. Well, I haven't been to any of the other towns, but I drove through Rolling Fork yesterday. And I'd seen pictures. I'd even seen an aerial view of before and after. And believe me, none of that gives you the uh, intensity, the shock, the unbelievable destruction that was made in and to Rolling Fork. I mean, I, I can I, I can talk, right? I can talk about things. I can be descriptive. I can see it in my mind, these walls of debris that had been pushed up between the tornado hitting Rolling Fork and yesterday. Along Highway 61, it was just one long wall of debris with gaps here and there between properties where businesses were. And so I drove past there, which is not my usual path, but I was there and the roads were open. I thought I'd just give it a tour going through and go on to where I was going. So I go along the eastern edge, north to south, and I pass the road that goes right directly into the center of Rolling Fork. It is impassable by tape and rescue vehicles and debris and just there's, there's there's so much to see it's like taking a puzzle like a 10,000 piece puzzle and throwing it on the floor and then taking your hand and dividing it up into just a couple of lines but leaves, leaving a lot of it just scattered that's what the little town looked like I have a friend who's in the craftsman's guild with me named Lee Washington, 
who is a metal artist also. He welds cotton picker pins into little beings, doing all kinds of various things. He's kind of broadened uh, the stuff he works with and the things he makes. I feel like he and I kind of feed off each other because I love his work and he loves my work. And so hopefully we borrow ideas. We don't ask. We don't complain. It's just, you know, we're Mississippi artists. He's a black man. He teaches. I'm a white man. I coach. I volunteer. I make art. I write books. He survived. His place looks pretty bad. It was in within the path of this massive, awful tornado. They're thinking it's an F4. I've read F3. If you saw this debris, if you saw all the wrecked houses, businesses, and vehicles, and the trees, these old oak trees of various type, magnolia trees in this old Delta town, the trees look like someone had a huge weed eater, not with the vinyl little whip cutters on them, but the metal shredder on them, and just hit each tree, wonk, 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 and left like a 20-foot tall, eight-trunk, including main branches, stub. Now, there's a ditch that comes through almost the center of Rolling Fork, kind of on the south side, pretty deep, doesn't always hold a lot of water. It, this ditch was actually used by the Union Navy trying to get above Vicksburg during the Civil War. And as they got through that area to try to get to the Sunflower River, it was so choked with trees and debris, and Southerners were felling trees across it. And when Union uh, engineers and soldiers would get out to chop wood, there'd be a sniper somewhere that would pick one off, and that would get all the troops off the boat. And they would land and march to the nearest plantation and burn everything. And then while making their way back, if they saw anything of uh, southern man creation, bales of uh, cotton, barns, houses, anything, they burned it. I think this would have been worse now than that would have been then, me not taking sides, just stating what happened. These trees that were so torn apart, old, old trees, I mean, they looked worse than some of the trees down on the coast. But of course, that was water damage. That was 30-foot surge damage. And I didn't get down there to see that devastation, which would have been worse than the tornado in Rolling Fork because it went along 50 miles of coastline and in and inland. That's massive. I haven't seen that. Um, I've seen tornado damage that went through forest or went over highways or went along rivers or hopped roads and maybe tore up a house. But I've never seen devastation where it just looked like, and I'm not going to say someone dropped a bomb on there. Maybe someone dropped an A-bomb on there, or they carpet-bombed Rolling Fork. There was, if it was in the path, it was made unusable to man. So 
I said I saw these walls of debris. They were 30 feet high, 20 feet high. It had everything from concrete and brick and wood, all kinds of wood and insulation and, and roofing and barn tin and crushed cars. When I first saw a car, no, the first thing I, first vehicle I saw was a older uh, full-length pickup truck was just pushed up in the pile with all the rest of the stuff to go. It's gone. It's, it's trashed. And so when I turned down that street to head through Southern Rolling Fork and then leave out the west side to go where I was going to go fishing with my friend, and I saw all those piles of debris, huge, massive piles of debris filled with cars. I've never seen anything like that. The trees stand out because the ditch in Rolling Fork Creek that runs through town is was lined by all these old, old oak trees. And the top three quarters of these trees were gone, gone. Just splintered nubs down to the trunk and into the ground. The ground was the only thing that survived this stuff. Now, that's not true. A lot of people, it's amazing. The tally so far, it started out as 13 dead. Then it went up to 18 dead. There are still people missing. They could have left and gone to other towns to uh, friends or relatives because you're not staying in this town unless your place was not destroyed, like the north side of town. Had some poor housing, brick houses, uh, kind of like duplex tenements that uh, poor people apply for to live, uh, low-income housing, whatever. That road and maybe a road next to it, a couple of that little area was untouched mostly. But to, you know, there might be people in that, those piles of debris still that just went unseen. There was someone, here's a story from a, uh, it was 7th Street that was hit real hard. It had 80 houses on it. Every one of them was destroyed. Uh, MEMA, Mississippi Emergency Medical, uh, Emergency, whatever. There was a couple who, who the husband had a long-haul trucker semi parked at his house. He hauls munitions for the U.S. military. His truck is... 27,000 pounds. It was parked by his home. The tornado picked it up, destroyed their home, lifted the tractor trailer off the ground completely, and dropped it on the neighbor's home. A uh, married couple, older, and killed them. Killed them both with the landing of this massive truck and trailer on their house. A white couple. They did not survive. If you if you know anything about the Delta, it's mostly black. A lot of the small towns are mostly black. The the larger cities are getting to be mostly black, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong. I guarantee you, color did not matter when they were helping each other in this ordeal, even though the Delta has its ugly past. Lots of places have their own ugly past. New York City has an ugly past over and over. 
Los Angeles has an ugly past over and over. It's not all black and white. This is about people in need and people who have the resources to help. All I've done so far, besides spread the story of what I've seen, I donated money to the United Way of Vicksburg because they're giving their whole effort help into Rolling Fork. There are other towns that are closer to Amory or closer to Blackhawk that are doing the same. But in the Delta, Silver City and uh, Rolling Fork are getting the help from that region, which is not far from here where I live. Um, Rolling Fork is due west of Yazoo City. I'm due east of Yazoo City, but you know how the storms travel. They travel southwest to northeast. They always do. It seems to be just the north side of the Big Black River. This is a little higher than that. I will never in my life forget what I saw driving through Rolling Fork. It was a pretty, pretty little town. It wasn't rich. They didn't have everything. There were only a couple of places to go eat. Chuck's Dairy Bar was the one we always went to. Locally owned burger joint, burger and fry joint that had some other things. But, you know, they were known for their uh, burgers and fries and just your basic uh, kind of cafe style. Not cafe, really. Uh, Drive-in style food. There was... So it happened around 8 p.m., roughly, when it hit Rolling Fork. People had warning through their phones and the sirens that a tornado was coming and that Rolling Fork, the city, the town, whatever, needed to take shelter immediately. And that's what everybody did. And I guess that's what saved a lot of lives by just being in that right enclosed part of their house or business that might save them from flying glass or falling tree limbs or falling cars or falling roofs. There was a church whose roof was picked up and then set back down hundreds of yards away. I think that was in Blackhawk. But in Chuck's Dairy Bar, the owner and all his employees went and squeezed into the bathroom. They probably weren't even clean, and they're all squeezed in there praying for their lives. And the tornado hit. It hit on all sides by hundreds of yards and brought that restaurant, little square building, one story, brought it down and swept it out into a field. Or maybe there was a little motel behind it, which was completely swept out into a field too. And the only thing left standing was that bathroom. And there was a truck, a full-size pickup truck, standing on its nose, leaned on top of that bathroom. And they all survived. And it's, you know, some say luck. Some say miracle. Some say maybe that the bathroom was designed to withstand that. I extremely doubt that. That was an old building, too. And the, and when I went past there, I looked to where I, 
I am pretty sure Chuck's Dairy Bar was, and the whole slab had been cleaned off. The flooring was pinkish red, like brick colored, but uh, vinyl or, or linoleum or whatever it is. And they had that floor on the uh, foundation, pristine, swept off, and I guess they're fixing to get to building it back so they can serve food. There were buses and food trucks all over, up and down 61, and then going up the uh, Rolling Fork Creek Road. Even the gas station up that road was wiped out. Um, serving meals. Donations come into town, and then these certain spots dish the donations out to whoever needs it. You can't hear the ice because I'm drinking my Arizona green tea from a can. I went to a store last week to get some more, and they didn't even have the jug, so I bought the 12-pack. It's still good, though. Let's look at this article a little longer. It says in this article, 7th Street, this is in Rolling Fork, is like the rest of the town, is virtually all the downtown area is destroyed. Rolling Fork is a town of fewer than 2,000 residents. It is the second smallest county, I think Sharkey, in Mississippi. The roof of the courthouse was ripped away. I saw that. The cupola and the roof were gone. At least three people were killed in the, in a Dollar General store. That's too bad. There were, I think, two Dollar Generals there. Every street was littered with limbs down power lines and debris. Uh, that man, Brewer, whose truck landed on the neighbor's house and killed the man and woman, his boat was a absolutely destroyed and only the trailer was left. And then eventually his boat was found two miles away in another neighborhood. I saw this. The tornado also took down one of the two towns' water towers. It collapsed down like it was an inflatable. It looked like it was in a deflated water tower because it was just kind of leaned down and folded down and looked like you just needed to flip a switch and it would fill with air and stand up. But that won't happen. Um, because of this water tower downtown being down, Rolling Fork predominantly is without running water. So a lot of water is being shipped in. There's also no power and no expectation when power could be restored. Now, this is an old article, and... When I came in from Yazoo City across to Anguilla, I crossed its path, and it had taken out, when it crossed Highway 14, it had taken out a trailer completely. There was nothing left, and it had flattened a house to where it just looked like someone played 52-card pickup and just, just flicked it everywhere and left it. I mean, stuff everywhere, and then going back into the field behind it. I don't know if anyone died in that little house or not, it, during the floods in 2011 and 12 or whatever, maybe it was later, 2018 and 19, when the Southern Delta was under a lot of water, 
those houses had water all the way around them and underneath, but the waters and the roof, the floors themselves were not underwater. Well, that house is gone. I bet it doesn't get rebuilt. Poverty doesn't rebuild. That's that's just a sad fact. Okay, there was a woman of Onward, which is south of Rolling Fork, with her husband, who were in Rolling Fork until the wee hours of the morning, doing whatever they could to help. No, they came up to help. But it was grim, she said. It's really bad in town. It's total devastation. You got that right. A lot we could see was gone. The skyline you grew up with your whole life is gone. The businesses we rely on are gone. We are definitely in shock. I mean, here's, here's a picture. It's just trashed cars sitting in cinder blocks and paneling and metal roofing. The animal shelter was hit. Three dogs survived. Uh, the woman says, I don't know how. To find a live dog there was unbelievable. It was unreal because the place was so devastated. Only three dogs in the shelter survived. Wow, that's awful. I know some uh, animal rescue people that do not want to hear that, so I won't put that on the social media. While the Mississippi Department of Transportation continues to report significant amounts of debris blocking roads, it seems some debris traveled over 100 miles inside the storm. Yeah, you can see it in the fields all the way to Anguilla. Just pieces of roofing laying out in the agricultural field that had already been planted. You know, my property across the highway, seven miles from here in my house, has a small uh, grain silo. Not one of those big ones. This is old school, smaller ones. That a tornado had picked up either on the neighboring farm or somewhere else, and it dropped in the woods there and pushed and folded it up against uh, some trees. And it's still there standing, against bent against trees. Okay, Mississippi musician Andrew Bryant posted a photo on Twitter of a check from the Rolling Fork Rotary Club that he said landed in his aunt's yard in Big Creek, Mississippi, over 100 miles away. I've heard, you know, when, a, when a, I was in Starkville when a tornado went through the southern edge of Starkville. You could hear it. And there were stories of, of doors from houses found on campus and littered out through the county. Stuff gets, you know, they're so powerful. And they get up in the air and they just go round and round. They get held aloft. You know, you think about hail. And you see these big, I mean, you see big hail. I don't mean like marble-sized hail. I mean golf ball-sized hail and bigger. And you're like, well, how does it get to be that big without falling from the sky? Well, it gets held aloft, like way up high above the storm clouds that are dropping rain and shooting lightning. This stuff gets held aloft over and it just comes up and down, up and down and gathers more water and it's up in super cooled air and gets cold. More water ices up more and more water ices up and they grow until they absolutely cannot be held aloft and they fall to earth. And what's crazy is 
there's lots and lots and lots of them coming down. Here's a multiple pile of cars, just trashed. I mean, it looks like someone just played smash up derby with toy cars. Our governor issued a state emergency Saturday morning, so it happened on Friday night, in response to the devastation, and then was headed to Sharkey County to check it out. Our bumbling, empty suit, airheaded president came down to visit it, called Rolling Fork Rolling Stone, I think more than once, was probably guided back to his vehicle and then to his airplane or jet and then flown off to wherever else they needed him as a puppet because he, you know, this has nothing to do with tornadoes. But his handlers, because he's not making decisions, he is the okay man. He is the puppet for the behind-the-scenes people in the U.S. government. And the even more evil people in the private sectors of billionaire businesses that make things happen the way they want it to happen. He's a mouthpiece. And he's a, he's a bad one at that. He just, golly, we won't get into it. I'm not going to say his name. You know, you're told this town is called Rolling Fork. 18 people have died. It's really, really bad. Get up and say a little something about it. We got a speech set there for you. All you got to do is read the prompter. Rolling Stone. Jackass. This is an abomination that's even president. That he's even president. It's unbelievable. Says they're going to rebuild. That was uh, our governor getting all our resources available to those in need, and we're going to rebuild. What are you going to rebuild? I guess affordable housing? And then they say a prayer. I guess that makes people feel good. So this tornado started just southwest of Rolling Fork. About, about, there's a, uh, can't think of it now because we hadn't hunted there in a while, but it's a, it's a state WMA where you can go duck hunt if you get a if you get drawn. And I've been I've drawn a couple of I've gotten a couple of draws there and we hadn't shot much there. But that it was around there, southwest of town. It hit Rolling Fork. It hit Midnight, which is a very small community, which many people do not realize underneath Midnight, deep, deep down in the ground, is a dormant volcano. Just like Jackson, Mississippi is on a dormant volcano. Interesting, huh? Silver City got wiped out. Shula got clipped. Black Hawk got hit hard. Winona got clipped. The supercell caused damage all the way up into north central Alabama. Wow. In Silver Springs... Silver City, jackass. A little more than 10 miles from Rolling Fork. Christine Chin's husband heard the storm and ran to the window where he saw the tornado. He hurried the family into the hallway. He said within 30 seconds, the tornado had ripped a hole through the house and then moved on. They were okay. As many as six people were reported dead in Silver City, one was a young child. Well, that's too bad. Not cool.
man, this is just a podcast cannot show you the devastation that I saw in Rolling Fork. It's just burned in my mind. I mean, unless you've seen the path of a major tornado through a town, or you've seen the aftermath of a hurricane coming on shore, like, you know, what comes to mind? Hurricane Andrew, when it came across southern Florida. I remember seeing footage of that, and that was devastation, big time. I'm trying to think. I haven't, I haven't got the information in front of me, but if you look up United Way, Vicksburg, you can make donations that will go directly to the people and the effort in Rolling Fork. And this effort is going to go on for a long time. I was asking my friend who I fish with, you know, they have a place up on Lake Washington. Where do they take all that stuff? He goes, it goes to the dump. I'm like, that stuff is, is a dump. There's so much stuff. There's so much debris. Think of what all it takes to make a house. You got the foundation, you got the walls, you got all the wiring and the pipe. Uh, you got the sheetrock. You got the ceilings, you got the joists, you got the roof, you got the shingles, you got the siding, you got all your landscape, you got all your you got all your uh possessions like your vehicles and your uh grills and your little sheds to put your lawnmower in and all that stuff. Now multiply that by a thousand. I'm not talking about sheds, I'm talking about houses and everything within it and on that property. Um, and in all that stuff, they just push cars up in there too. I never dreamed that's how debris was gathered before it was taken to some dump somewhere. They might have to make a new dump. The state might have to pay a farmer for you know several acres of land, probably more than several acres, to start taking all this stuff to. There is so much of it. I'm not lying when there is a wall of it down one side of Highway 61. Unbelievable. And then you go through town and it's just no tree was spared. That water tower folded down. Hey, don't you know I'm doing something? I mean, I, there's nothing I can add to that. You can give to the Salvation Army and try to notate Rolling Fork. I've seen other places asking for money to send to Rolling Fork, but I don't recognize who they are, and I don't trust certain organizations like the Red Cross where you read that a lot of the money that goes to them is for administration and pay. So I never give to them. Salvation Army is a good one. United Way is a good one. 
Um, you know, if you can find anything local. Maybe if you're here, I, I forget that this gets listened to in places that I've never heard of Mississippi. Or ro- absolutely not of Rolling Fork. Or of what our... Uh, What's the word? Not domestics. What our demographics are made of. You know, how how the media and the talking heads try to cause all this strife and distance between races like black and white here. And I it just pains me that people believe that because I don't see it. I don't play that game. People are people until they prove you wrong by having faith in them individually. You know, you you have faith in someone to do something, then they treat you bad or they steal from you. Well, now you know. And so you don't, you know, it, it doesn't matter if they're black, white, or Latino. That's the that's the three that we see in Mississippi the most. If you're in the Philadelphia, Mississippi area, you'll see Choctaw. And you see some Asian, mostly on the coast. Most everybody in the state gets along. You know, if they feel like there's some kind of big divide between us, then they've been fed bad intelligence, non-intelligence. Because it's not like that. People are helping people. But Rolling Fork needs help. They need help. Volunteers are coming from all over, showing up there. Some are showing up with food or the ability to cook large meals and don't know where to go or what to do. And so they just show up. And they find some authorities and say, hey, where can I do this? And they'll they'll hash it out. Show up with a trailer full of bottled water. They will get it to the proper places. They don't have run water in a lot of these places. And remember that the surrounding towns of Rolling Fork, like Vicksburg and Yazoo City, and maybe Greenville and some of the smaller towns, a lot of people went there because they have nothing left. They went to the next big town away where they have relatives or friends or they just have nothing left in Rolling Fork, which is the case for so many people that lost everything that wasn't broken by a major tornado. I guess some came to Jackson. I I, I don't know. I haven't heard that. It doesn't mean, you know, there's not a collection site. But that's... That's one thing about Mississippi. We may lag in a lot of departments when it comes to existing in the United States. But we have always been known as number one in hospitality and in giving or charity. And we will lift our own up, whether you help us or not. But I am asking for those that listen to this to go to United Way Vicksburg or go to Salvation Army and donate any amount. If 100 people donate $20, that's huge help. 
That's food. That's water. That's uh, tarps to save people's uh, leaky roofs from ruining their house. You know, because there are people on the edges that still have damage, but they can live in their home. They just need to shore it up a little bit. But anyway, I just wanted to do a quick, quick episode on the Rolling Fork Tornado because I, I went and saw it firsthand and was completely blown away. I mean, you just think of uh, war movie scenes where trees are splintered apart and buildings are blown apart. I mean, and it looks like that all the way across town. I drove a big L through that town, and all of it that I drove through was just smashed. By the time I was just leaving town, there were a few buildings, maybe an apartment complex, that looked like they're all right. But, you know, and the northwest corner of town, I think, is all right. But in the main part of town, you know, on Highway 61, that's that's a business stretch. It was hammered. I did see the tire shop still working where you go get tires fixed. Their roof was gone, but all their stuff worked. It looked like they'd shored up what they could with lumber and plyboard. And they were fixing tires. You got to think there's nails and screws everywhere. I didn't think about that when I drove through. I wonder if they swept the streets. I guess I have to watch my truck and see if my tires go down. The streets were clean where I went through. And another thing I noticed, and this is a good thing, I guess, but I don't know why. Every other off street from the road I went through to town from east to west, you'd see either a highway patrolman or a county police or a city police vehicle parked. And they were like watching an area or a place. I don't know what they were doing. You wonder, well, are they watching this place because there's a body inside? Or are you watching this place because someone tried to loot it? And they're they're trying to uh, deter looting, which happens in situations like this. Although, what found stuff. I guess you could find guns. Lock boxes. I don't know. You can't find much. That's not just utterly destroyed. Not not with the power of that tornado. That was just... It's, it's near indescribable. But I had to do this episode just to hopefully get people to steer resources towards Rolling Fork, Mississippi, if you can. Anyway, that's the message. Peace.